What's shaking, YouTube nights? Welcome to Lord of the Long Box presents the cover price comic book shakers of the week. Uh, running a little late, but what else you got to do? It's hot as fuck outside. Enjoy yourself. Pump up the AC. And uh, we're going to talk some comic books for you. Shout out to everybody in the live chat. Why you guys are congregating and chilling out, you know, in this godforsaken heat, man. Uh, you know, it's always traditional. It's Freestyle Friday, so we got to bump that freestyle. So let's do a little, uh, let me find it, little DJ Fresh. Boom. Bam. It's a man, man, well. It's a man, man, well. It's a man, 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 is here when i rock a rhyme often eyes are dropping a tear it's so beautiful it's america's landscapes when this man makes lyrics like the syrups that you pour upon your pancakes my mandate is to grip minds like a handshake spit orlando lakes and go skinny dip with the fan base over any damn breakbeat i hastily make pastries tastier than anything that wolfgang makes so take notes out of suckers i make coats lump of some like bubba gump fishing on lake boats I take jokes and turn the comedy into drama. I'm bagging on your mama. I'm Jeffrey Dahmer behind ya. I'm a rhyme writer. Lock, stock, smoking the ganja. Rebuttals befuddle, leaving a puddle of saliva, sillies. You couldn't handle Randall when I throw my grammar at you. It hit your head and you would think I threw a hammer at you. I point the camera at you like Herb Ritz. Develop it, then use the pictures to pick up bird shits. Your nervous is the impervious wordsmiths. Hanging out in Rafa's new crib, come with the verses. Yeah. Bars every time, uh, every time. Yo, what up, everybody? Welcome in. Uh, happy Thursday. Uh, this it's another good old proof of life. 
list this time, guys. So yeah, but have fun, fun, no. fun have stuff. A on modern here. tip. I think you got a good chance for maybe. Yeah. but there's some kind of insane ratios on here. There's if anybody on has here. this one book, man, there's some good books on here. I want to see. Yeah. There's but. two on here, solid. Yeah. JB, say what's good. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another fantastic edition of the Shakers List. I'm telling you, this one's going to be good, and you actually may have one or two of these books. Today was the first day of school up here, so I've been celebrating, so you know it's going to be good. Stick around. All right. The show is sponsored by our friends over at CoverPrice.com. Go to CoverPrice.com for your price guides, collections, and trends. Our top 10 list that we drop every Tuesday at 6 p.m. live and every Thursday for the comic book Shakers. And that's what this here list is. The show is also sponsored by our friends over at My Slabs. If you want to sell some slabs and uh, not pay 10, 15, 20%, what have you, then go over and set up an account on My Slabs. Uh, let's get right to it, boys and girls. Does that bring Start up with that the graphic? Oh, do we? Oh, let me acknowledge the super chat Let's here. Acknowledge the man. Namesh Patel, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you for the $25 <laughs> super chat. I called about because uh, I'm the I'm the wrench on Nearing Nirvana, uh, the uh, comic book women's show, and Namesh is constantly dropping $50 on him. He's a really cool cat. So I'll say, hey, man, why don't you come on the Lord's show? We're the, <laughs> we're the brother channel. And sure enough, look at that. Uh, so I appreciate you, Namesh Patel, for dropping the $25. But although it's not 50 though. I'm just kidding. I, you know, no, man, whatever it takes, dude, man. Whatever man. it takes, man. All right. This comes <laughs> this does come from our friends at Cover Price, focusing on the biggest or interest, most interesting sales found on their exclusive daily shakers list, which changes every seven day, every several times, little up, the changes every several times a day. So uh, after these 10 that we're going to go through right now, we're going to see what's shaking on today's uh, list. So make sure you hang around for that boys and girls. So uh, let's get right to it boys and girls. What is the first shaker on the list? All right, man, we're starting off today's list with something you actually may have. We're talking Avengers issue number 87 originally published in 1971 from Marvel Comics. And let's be honest, when Chad Mc, when Chadwick Boseman passed away in 2020, I thought that most of the Black Panther keys would take a nosedive and never be heard from again since he wasn't going to star in that role again. Boy, was I wrong, as his first appearance in Fantastic Four issue 52 sold for 22K in a 9.4 in February, which was the highest sale in the last three years. Now, although not nearly a key as his first appearance, this book right here, Avengers number 87, sports an awesome yellow cover and retells the origin of the Black Panther. This book set an all-time high of $2,610 for a CGC 9.8 on August 14th. That was followed up by a real strong sales of $990 for a 9.6 on August 28th and $695 for a 9-4 on August 22nd. This just shows that even though Bozeman may be gone, his legendary performance will never be forgotten. Wakanda forever. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah, um, and I also thought this is the first time he joins the Avengers team, too, if, I don't, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Someone in the chat is going to hit us with that key info. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure this is when he joins the Avengers as well. Because I, I have this too when I was buying, you know, when uh, Black Panther was, you know. But you know, I think uh, it's a nostalgia buy, but it's also, you know, the the freaking trailer looks great, uh, man. I can't wait for it to come out. I just saw a movie, a poster for it at the theater. It comes out in November, so it's a great mix of colors. Yes, Doc J, thank you. Uh, 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 
yellow, which you really don't see in the silver. Well, this is right on the border of bronze, silver age, right? 71. So, uh, you know, yeah. really bright pops, yeah. though. Yeah, yeah, bronze, silver, right there, 71, 72. Yeah, yeah. right around the corner, man. We're going to get to see it, man. So Avengers number 87, the regular edition, because there was a reprint, um, a Legends reprint, and there's a UK edition. So if you can't afford this, I'm telling you, those UK editions, sometimes, you know, they, they can pop in value. So if, you, if you've been outpriced on this one, Go and look for the UK edition. So uh, Avengers number 87. Well, all right. What do we got up next? All right. Coming up next, another cat-related book. This is Black Cat number one, J. Scott Campbell. This is cover G, Felicia's Loft Virgin uh, variant. From Marvel 2019, you have to give J. Scott Campbell respect for creating an iconic Spider-Man cover. Attempting to uh, navigate negative uh, feedback on that iconic cover then doing a parody slash homage of that same cover. Campbell did the original cover of this premiere issue as well as 15 other covers if you include the trade and uh, Virgin variant. This G Virgin cover is clearly the market favorite as seen by this week's sales of $180 in a raw near mint copy and an in a new all-time high of $395 for a CGC 9.8. Its popularity is obviously due to its uh, mirror image of Amazing Spider-Man 601, which features Mary Jane on the couch instead of Black Cat. As seen in this version, this cover is just a lot of fun and makes a perfect companion piece to the pricey and fan favorite 601 which has a 9.8 fair market value of $368. So they're about the same price for those books. Dude, J. Scott Campbell knows how to draw the ladies. It oh. seems like, especially J. Scott Campbell and Black Hat, there's like certain artists that gravitate toward, uh, and thank you, Phantom uh, Realms Comics, for pointing out that uh, 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 Black Panther was already part of the Avengers uh, before the issue 87. So, uh in the live chat, uh, if you guys can find out, hey, what's the first appearance of uh, um, T'Challa joining the Avengers? That'd be interesting to find out. So uh, there you go. That is your quest. If you dared so take it. For your Black Marvel no prize. The, the J. Scott Campbell cover G, because there is a shit ton of variants for this. I I, I looked it up on cover. Rise. I was like, good Lord, there's a lot. But, you know, 2019, this was right smack dab in the pandemic or was the pandemic 2020 it was 2020 2020 right? was the pandemic yeah oh, but this man. is still, like, still this is he was in the hit his height right here, man this is when he's putting out 20 covers yeah uh, speaking of artists that are attached with women not particularly this uh woman but he's associated with another decent character at least i think so what do we got for the next one all right next up on the list we've got harley quinn issue number one the Adam Hughes variant originally published in 2013 from DC comics. Now over the years, Adam Hughes has become a prolific comic book cover artist. His work from the early nineties looks nothing like his current work as his style started to change with classic runs on wonder woman, tomb Raider and Catwoman. Some of his covers have reached epic status such as Supergirl and the Legion of superheroes, number 23 and uncharted issue. Number one. Well, this week, this cover for Harley Quinn joined the 1K Club as a 9.8 sold for $1,000 on August 22nd. This is quite a feat considering Harley Quinn and DC books in general have fallen out of favor with collectors. Interesting. 
that this day, I, I swear to God, I've, I've seen this at my LCS and I just like, meh, you know, and I was just thinking like, you know, how J. Scott Gamble would, uh, would, uh, would, would black hat, like Adam Hughes to me and Catwoman, right? That they seem, you know, that he always seems to love drawing, um, uh, you know, a uh, Catwoman. Um, and, and this is, I think I echoed this back on our Tuesday show, um, that Adam Hughes art is, he draws some great covers, but oh lord when he does the internals oh that is something that's not really done it, it like you know like i think gabe said you know uh you know it's 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 a young man's game drawing panel to panel right there's very few artists you know now when, why do panel to panel when you can get paid just doing covers yeah. like i spend 12 hours right? a day drawing comics why? and you could do a yeah, cover yeah. in like four hours or whatever probably that's why you jim know? chung is one of my favorite artists he does dope covers and he does dope internals right um uh, if you think of the days of image where those guys were spending you know that's why the, the books were always delayed <laughs> because they were drawing all the panels and everything so you know uh you get you know so that's neither here nor there but anyways harley quinn the adam hughes variant cover cgc 9.84 1k holy cow all right uh here's an interesting book that uh kind of just come back again i think it was on a list a while ago yeah i love haunt so this is haunt number one from image comics 2019 what a uh, what a what an interesting sale to see for this one in 50 black and white variant from greg capullo topping out at 235 dollars for a near mint raw copy Prior, this book has seen one sale, according to cover price, in a VF grade back in 2021 for $25. Now, Haunt is a lesser-known character, but an awesome one. This book marks his first appearance, the ghost of a secret agent who bonds with his brother to become an ectoplasm-clad uh, Haunt, and the coming together of a juggernaut creative team featuring Todd McFarland, Robert Kirkman, Ryan Otley, and Greg Capullo. Haunt had an amazing team behind it until issue number 19 when a new creative took over and shifted the tone of the book, instead making Haunt more of a Spawn-supporting character. Most LCSs weren't looking to pick up 50 copies of this book at the time. The creative team was not quite the force they are today. Robert Kirkman was known, but the Walking Dead TV show wouldn't debut until the next year really skyrocketing him into a household name. The same goes for Capullo, who reached uh, wider audiences once he partnered with Scott Snyder for DC's New 52's relaunch of Batman. Regardless, this is an awesome variant a lucky collector was able to pick up, one that has some potential as Haunt was recently reintroduced in the core Spawn series. As the future of Image Comic, uh, as the future of the Image lineup continues to grow, Fans are hopping on for new haunt content. Yeah, that's I was gonna say, man, that is a quite the team. McFarland, Kirkman, Otley, and Capullo. I yeah. mean, just the I mean, I don't know how much they were getting paid for this, but obviously, you know, this is McFarland's you know company. Yeah, obviously, this is before Skybound, right? Obviously, before Kirkman, you know, went off into Skybound, you know, uh, Capullo and you know, you know, McFarland always inking and doing uh, art uh, for each other, but uh. Yeah, man. Capullo was doubling up at this time. He was working on Batman and doing this. He was doing break. He was doing breakdowns for the art for uh, yeah, which is like really rough kind of like layouts that uh, Ryan Otley would take over. But he was doing this as a favor to to Todd McFarlane while still pumping out Batman pages too. So that's really cool. That is crazy. All right, so haunt number one, black and white, one and fifty. 
$235 in a near mint 9.6 to 10.0, somewhere around those lines. That's what uh, cover price could verify. All right, uh, next up is easily my favorite cover on this list because it's one of my favorite artists. Yeah, this is... Or excuse me. Uh, uh, (laughs) Did I say artist? Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I had to bring fart. All right, this 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 one's really nice. You guys ready? Next one up is Incredible Hulk issue number 100, The Gray Hulk. Michael Turner variant originally published in 2007 from Marvel comics. Now Hulk smash record high sale price. That's right. Now this book, one of two variant covers illustrated by the late great Michael Turner, same drawing, but Hulk's coloring is shifted gray on this version just sold for $450 in a CGC graded 9.8. Now rumors abound about an MCU adaptation of 2007's planet Hulk comic arc. Wait a minute. Didn't they already do that in Thor Ragnarok? I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Thanks to a recent scene in She-Hulk Attorney at Law in which we see Mark Ruffalo's uh, Hulk flying through space. This issue is the penultimate chapter of that storyline. Nothing. I mean, nothing. Since speculator blood pressure skyrocketing like MCU speculation. Just go ask Wonder Man. This issue is not only a pivotal chapter of the original Planet Hulk story arc, but also the 100th anniversary issue of Hulk's second self-titled series. The issue has a few additional backup stories, including a reprinting of Hulk's origin. So, take an anniversary issue with a variant cover by a nostalgic 1990 artist and a storyline nerds are speculating will soon be brought to the MCU, and you have a covetous book that just earned a new high sale price. I mean, just look at that art, dude. It's freaking gorgeous. I, I mean, Michael, Michael Turner Turner's just work. passed away way too young, man. Um, hell, I, I that's like a lot of people like, you know, uh, first of all, Incredible Hulk number 100, Gray Hulk, Turner, Michael Turner variant from 2007, 9.8 and 450. Um, there are certain people who collect like, you know, they follow writers or they follow artists. Like when I was young, when I first started collecting, I was following John Byrne. Like from his X-Men to his Fantastic Four to his Alpha Flight, John Byrne was the man when I was like in sixth, seventh grade. Um, but when Michael Turner came out and he did like Witchblade, I know before that, I know he did Ballistic and he did another book called Violent Messiahs. But when I saw the Witchblade stuff, it blew my mind. Um, you know, and then the darkness, you know, I mean, that was just incredible. And then there's a Michael Turner documentary where all the guys in image say, you know, Turner was the best of all of us, you know? And I, I remember there, there was like a bidding war from with, within image on who, you know, could get Turner in their so-called studio. So, uh, you know, go check it out. It's a, <laughs> I always do this, but go check out the doc- documentary about Michael Turner. Uh, it's, it's both, uh, awesome and sad. Cause you know, obviously he passed at a young age due to cancer, but you know, before that, you know, before he passed away, he launched Aspen and you know, Aspen is still doing stuff. It's funny. If you go to ever go to an Aspen booth, they have a lot of his stuff that he drew that still are sometimes variants today for both Marvel and DC. So it, it's kind of it's interesting that, you know, Aspen, I guess Aspen has the rights to it or owns the rights to it. But anyway, Incredible Hulk number 100. Next up, get ready for your offer. This is definitely offer. I need proof of life if, if, you, if, if you guys have it. Yeah, this is this is a ghost of a book. Uh, one of my favorite cartoons, though. Uh, this is the last unicorn number one. This is the retailer incentive A cover, IDW, um, April twenty eighth, twenty ten. 
Children of the 80s will fondly remember this animated feature that stood out amongst the Disney and Don Bluth films that it was surrounded by. Since its 1982 release, it has gained a significant following and has grown in its cult status. However, this comic series marks the first time the story was adapted from the original acclaimed and beloved 1968 novel by Peter S. Beagle. Uh, with an ultra print, with the ultra low print run of roughly five thousand copies, this series is difficult to find. Yet to find any of the multiple variants for this issue, like this one in ten ratio, it's practically impossible. Yet they are out there, as proven by this last sale of one hundred and sixty-two dollars for a near mint raw copy. It's not just the highest price of all time, but it's the only price that cover price has seen ever. It was a fun one to see hit cover price and hope that it draws out more copies out there in the wild. For some reason, when I saw Last Unicorn, I thought of that really trippy Tom Cruise movie. Um, and there was a unicorn in it. Was that Labyrinth or Legend? Uh, Legend, yes. Legend. Oh my God. You kids don't even know. Go peep out you Legend. Don't that even is know, right. That is a crazy. <laughs> there was like a there was like the That's last like a unicorn. young Tom Cruise, too. He was like, Oh, young so young. Tom so young. Yeah. I think Jennifer Connolly was in it too. Is it was it? Jennifer Connolly. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was Jennifer Connolly too. Or no, who played who, who played Satan or the devil or whatever that character David was. Bowie. No, no, no. See, I'm no. see, I'm now no. I'm mixing the labyrinth up no, with the no, legend. No, 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 uh, no. but yeah, for those whoever who don't played know, him, he was yeah. Who, someone that's in the a scary chat, creature who, who, big played, horns. who played yeah. the? Uh, oh no, you're right. It was Mia Sarah. It yeah, was Mia, Mia Sarah. Sarah. Yeah. Jennifer Connelly was, was in Labyrinth. Mia yeah, Sarah. So, yeah. See, Jennifer Connelly was in. La- yeah. But Jennifer Connelly played was in Labyrinth. Who yeah. played the devil guy with the horns? Tim Curry. Tim Curry. God, the that guy plays all the crazy demons. I love his chat. Uh, but yeah, I remember because he had like these crazy big red horns, and uh, I remember when it came out, I was I was like freaked out. I was like, mm-hmm. "Yo, this is kind of crazy." Because I think the demon was hunting the last unicorn on the, on the planet, and uh, they would chop off his uh, the unicorn horn or some shit. I'm trying to remember. Now I need to go find it. I need to go watch it um, because it, it it is pretty damn dark. I mean, when you think about you know fantasy nowadays, you know um, you know it was pretty dark. But for back then, you know we had you know Willow and all these other well, fantasy. It was all films. practical effects too. You know there was no yeah, CGI and they mill those practical effects they did on on the devil or Satan or demon Dude, whatever. Yeah. Is Darkness. Yeah. Tim Curry was awesome. dope. Yeah, so yeah. go peep it out though. So this is not that same unicorn because no. this one still survived. This is <laughs> unicorn. Like I love this cartoon. The, there was a, this fiery bull in this that scared me as a kid. Like I was so terrified of that fiery. Oh bull. shit! I gotta go find yeah. it out. No, no. All right, last unicorn issue number one from 2010. Raw dog so for 162 dollars. Ah, this book rules its head. I remember I pulled this book in a surprise mystery box live at WonderCon for our our man Darkside Jedi. Hey, Tivo, I wasn't sure. Were we going to break at the halfway point or not? After this. Yeah. Okay. Then before right, we go and one. do. Yeah. All right. If you've been following the channel, you know that we just did this one. It's very similar. But next one up, we've got Marvel Collectible Classics. Spider-Man number one. The Chromium Edition. Originally published in 1998 from Marvel Comics. And we recently covered the Marvel Collectible Classics Spider-Man number two which featured a chromium version of Todd McFarlane's Spider-Man number one. However, McFarlane's other iconic Spidey cover couldn't let it be beaten and hit its own high raw sale this week. This book was a super limited release of 3,500 copies that celebrated 
and reprinted the Amazing Spider-Man issue number 300. 3,500 copies may sound like a lot, but with the fad gimmick covers of the 90s, that's pretty minuscule. And I'm looking at you, X-Men number one, and your 8 million copies. Now, one fan recently dropped $1,195 to secure a high-grade raw copy, a reported 9.9, according to the seller. Now, to add to their collection, and being a Chromium cover, they actually may see that grade translate if they ever have it professionally slabbed and added to the CGC census, making that the 14th 9.9 on record. Now, price, prices for this book vary drastically, completely dependent on supply and demand like most books, and it appears whoever purchased it may have gotten themselves a deal. Only time yeah, will tell. Yeah, because, you know, this is one of those books where it's either 9.8 or it's not because of the way the chromium is. And the, the story is um, for $100, there was a mystery box that was at that Spider-Man booth at WonderCon. And I, I went there. Um, you know, I was there rocking with KRS crew and everybody. All I think, you know, all the all all the SoCal cats. I think Gabe was working at Torpedo at the time, at the uh, little uh, other booth. And uh, I remember, you know, there was a mystery box, and Ryan goes, "I'll, I'll dabble." And I said, "Ryan, I said, you just pay me hundred dollars, and I'll do it live on on Instagram." So when I'm doing it live. I'm doing it live. I go, first of all, I lift up the box. I go, wow, this box is kind of heavy. You know, those mystery boxes, you know, and then, then I'll go, hmm. So I, you know, I pull it out and boom, it got a 9.8. I was like, Ryan, you just made $1,400 because it was a $1,500 book at that time. This was, Damn. you know, easily 2017 or something along those lines before, you know, obviously the crazy prices that we are now. But even in 1998, I want to say that was sort of the the, the bubble that burst and it started slowly inflating again, right? If you think about 2001 and the relaunch of like the Ultimates and things of that nature, like 1998, yeah. it kind of survived, the, you know, the bubble, the publishing, all the distribution. And so, you know, they were coming back, but 3,500 is, you know, from a retailer, that's really small. I mean, nowadays, 3,500 is what you would get from like a an on time online retailer, right? Um, you know, as not from that's standard like, for any kind of variant. That's how many he's going to do. Yeah, 1,500 and 3,000. You get 1,500 for, you know, Virgin, 3,000 for the uh, uh, trade dress, you know, trade dress. Um, and, you know, a lot of times now, though, multiple online retailers will split the difference. Like they'll both, and then that's why you'll see like, you know, two different retailers are both selling it the same book because they split the difference. Cause you know, then not everybody wants to pay, you know, the total mountain. Like you know, the nut on the 3,500. They're like, yeah, I'll share it with you. We'll put both yeah, our so, logos on the bag. <laughs> yeah. So Marvel collectibles collects classic Spider-Man chromium limited to $3,500. $1,200 in a, in a raw near mid plus. Good luck with that, boys and girls. All right. This is the oldest book on the list, by the way. And I have it. Here we go. <laughs> Taking back a little bit here. 1972. This is Shauna the She-Dragon, uh, she volume one, number one from Marvel Comics. She-Devil. She-Devil. She Excuse me. She-Dragon would be cool, too, though. I'm down with yeah, it. Yeah, I was thinking I got caught up with Eric Larson. <laughs> I know. You're house of Dragon. Actually, yeah. I have this book. <laughs> Uh, swinging into the life of a happy collector, this book recently sold for a new high sale of $1,853 for a CGC 9.8. This is the first issue and first appearance of Marvel Comics' Shauna the She-Devil, a uh, reversed female Tarzan. She loses 
uh, herself in a jungle. Wait, she loses herself in jungle life as an adult and part of Marvel's 1970s attempt to launch more female heroines. Uh, the issue also features uh, Shauna's origin and some um, origin and some origin it is. Shauna is a New York zookeeper whose uh, who's captive big cats are killed by invading poachers. This tragedy forces Shauna to, rem- um, to remember witnessing her father accidentally killing her, her mother in an attempt to defend Shauna from a wild leopard attack. That's all. That is really crazy. Uh, so Perfect she's, <laughs> so she's kind of a, uh, she's kind of like a reverse female Tarzan with a Batman esque dead parent twist. As part of her role as a zookeeper, uh, Shauna volunteers to travel with two leopard cubs to Africa for reintroduction into their native habitat. An empowered Bronze Age heroine and a charming example of the white savior coming to rescue a foreign environment and its people. Shauna is not rumored to appear in any forthcoming media, nor is she the star of a new series. This issue's new high sell price is testimony to the simple fact that collectors just like furry bikinis. And it's a frame cover too, but I got I, this book. Yeah. I think she's coming because even the people who did across the multiverse are into the multiverse. Abandoned said that is the Savage Land. And we know Shayna is connected to Kazar eventually down the road. So, you know, Kazar, Shayna, you know, Sauron, that crazy ass pterodactyl, all that shit, you know. <laughs> hey, you never know, man. It's oh, no, not ter- another female superhero. Oh, my God. It's terrible. That- uh, Sauron, stop. the pterodactyl, is crazy, dude. He can read minds. It, that is one of the craziest characters that Marvel's ever created, man. It's 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 nuts. All right. So, Shayna the She Devil, number one, 1972. I have this, but I don't have it in a 9.8, though. I need to go check out my grade. Uh, I need to get it. Actually, I need to get it slabbed. Uh, so, I've been I've been slacking. But now, I do that, love hey, now that she just is great. Yeah, I think mine is a VF uh, near mint minus. So uh, there you go. I'm going to sell it and just be like, I'm not a professional grader. Look at the pictures. Psych. <laughs> uh, all right. What do we got up next? All right, folks, man. This is a good one right here. Next up, we've got Spawn issue 221, the Todd McFarlane sketch variant that was a one in 25, originally published in 2012 from Image Comics. Now, there are no characters more connected to Todd McFarlane than Spider-Man and Spawn. So when Todd decided to do a series of homage covers in 2012, this pairing of his two worlds felt organic and less of a gimmick than other homages of Amazing Fantasy 15. With a rough with a rough print run of 15K for the standard cover, this was a very low order time for Spawn. Shops were primarily ordering copies for their pull customers and a few for the shelves. Of course, these homage covers were designed to catch the eyes of the collectors and then inspire them to pick up a copy. Still, stores underordered with this, with very few meeting the 1 in 25 incentive requirement. This low print run is exactly why the color version sells for a near mint raw FMV of about $81 today. Yet, this variant scarcity commanded a much larger amount this week with a new high sale of $1,400 for a near mint copy. Congratulations to those Spawn fans who saw the value in this book when Raws were only about 100 bucks back in 2019. So I, I started looking at this book and it, and it started dwelling on me and it started actually irking me because... Todd McFarlane 
kind of is the one that started. I don't know if it was him, but definitely he's the one that started when they did an homage. He would say like Todd after so-and-so like Platt when he did, uh, he would say Platt after Todd. But here you don't see him say anything after Kirby Ditko. I mean, this is obviously amazing. Ooh, Fantasy 15 and, you know, you know what I'm saying? You know, so, you know, Todd is famously known for, homaging other covers even and, himself you know, will put himself todd yeah todd. todd after todd that is like <laughs> todd after todd so it's kind of interesting like i say maybe you just assume everybody knows it's ditko and uh, kirby that did this right you know i shouldn't have to say it but it seems a bit you know hey man why not give props to that it's amazing fantasy 15 homage uh for those who want to debate what a difference in homage and uh and a um swipe is this is a swipe because he didn't credit the original artist you know what I mean? So I mean, yeah, if you I really want to get into like, I like the sound of that. So if he credited him, it's then an it's homage. an homage. Exactly. Since he did not credit him, he just cover swiped his ass. If you talk to <laughs> artists, that's you know they have varying opinions, but you know most of the time, if an artist's work is copied by somebody else and they are not credited on the cover, they'll say that's a swipe. Or but if they're credited, like you know somebody after somebody, they'll say that's an homage, right? You know, nowadays, you know, everything is homage is something. And if you're Greg land, you're just, you know, tracing stuff. So that's neither <laughs> here nor there, but, uh, bring up, uh, rips the bandit off some old wounds right there. <laughs> so spawn number two twenty one, the McFarland sketch, uh, swipe of, um, amazing fantasy 15, $1,400 in a raw dog. All right. Here's the last one before we go see what's shaking the day, boys and girls. I love this book. This is one of my favorite series of all time. So we're talking about uh, Superman, Batman, number one. This is the Retailer Incentive Special Edition variant uh, covered by good old Ed McGinnis. Uh, this is DC Comics 2003. Uh, this is one of the hottest books when it originally came out. And how could it not be with Jeff Loeb writing and Ed McGinnis doing the art? Surprisingly, interest peaked when uh, and then just... Wait, I'm going to start over. <laughs> Surprisingly, interest peaked and then just evidently died off. Yet the standard cover has remained a steady $25 book. However, this retailer incentive special edition is impossible to find. Over the years, this book has fluctuated in value. It looks like this one is back on the rise with a raw near mint copy of this variant being sold for $165 this week. The first time that we've seen it this high since 2019. I really did Ed McGinnis's pencil art, man. For the oh, way I love he draws Ed McGinnis, dude. Yeah, I have yes. original art of Ed McGinnis when he was on Deadpool. I have some original yeah, pages. Yeah, yeah, he did some great stuff on Deadpool. Yeah, you know I'm what I really dig? Yeah. I dig the fact that cover price is putting raw sales in there. I love yeah. the fact that yeah. this list is not all slabs. And that remember, the whole list isn't not even what not the slab, highest just, 9.8 and whatever was. We finally get some kind I of idea of these raws being some kind of some kind of gray because that's one thing that we were always asking. Like, well, what, you know, what was this? Exactly. Was this a raw, like, yeah. very fine. Was this like a you know a near mint? Was this a pour? You know, things like that. So yeah, shout out to the cover price team too because they actually will go and try to verify. Like you know, you know, it, obviously grading is subjective, especially on raw comics. So, but if it's in the description. And they somebody paid for that for that grade exactly that's why i brought up you know if if it's a raw sale they'll say they'll also say uh, what is it ng or i forgot what it said uh there's a saying um, no grade given uh, no grade given right and mm -hmm. and that's basically the what i just said hey i'm not a professional grader look at the pictures and buy it you know what i mean that's that, yeah, that i ain't gonna person. give you anything i yeah. think it looks there's no awesome the that's my grade like that. yeah <laughs> 
Yeah. I hate those. Because, uh, you know, you never know when somebody says it's in really good condition. Oh, I say, Wait it's pretty second. clean. That's not a grade, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not like scale. Or nice. They'll say it's very good condition. I was like, wait, do you mean VG or do you mean it's very good? You know what I mean? Sometimes you got to parse it and there's so many things on, on eBay that you got to watch out for. But uh, let's hear a word from our sponsors and take a little break. Uh, so you guys can, uh, you know, refreshing your drinks, tired of paying oh, 10 to 15%. Thanks. Join the 1% revolution. The platform designed by collectors for collectors just got even better. MySlab.com is proud to now feature dedicated sections for both raw cards and raw comic books. Browse over 100,000 slab collectibles authenticated by the industry's most trusted grading companies. Then check out a massive selection of sealed wax and now raw singles and raw lots. Join a passionate, no-nonsense community of nearly 50,000 members and enjoy some of the best buyer and seller protection in the business. And as always, MySlabs offers one of the most disruptive pricing models in the hobby with seller fees as low as only 1%. So the next time you're forced to pay 10%, 20% or more to sell something from your collection, head over to MySlabs.com, the low-fee marketplace by collectors for collectors. Boom. Oh, Seamless genius. transition into <laughs> yeah. uh, the cover price website. There you go, boys and girls. Seamless. Let's go see what's shaking today. This is the top 10. Uh, this is the movers. Ooh, digging that. Good uh, Ooh. I'm digging that. Art is that Archerm on Action Comics? More than likely. Like I'm sorry, we don't normally do movers, but you know, I remember the good old days of uh, swimsuit annuals. Remember the swimsuit b- issues like they would have, and then you would oh, see yeah, like the 90s uh, stuff, yeah, yeah, all the hot chicks. But then you would see like Batman, or you see Batman in a speedo too. <laughs> but we're here to see what's shaking the day, boys and girls. Let's see. Let's see what's shaking. Look at that top like, row, man. Look at that. Oof, stop showing off. Crazy love right there, man. Wow. Oof. Dominating. Look at that top row. You know what this tells you? This is where you should invest your money right here. X-Men oh, and Fantastic Silver is Four. blue chip yeah. stuff, dude. Yeah. Pretty take, sure. Take, take that $400 you spent on that acetate cover and go buy one of these. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, well, X-Men number one, CGC 4. Man, I remember the CGC 4.5 you can get for about, you know, five grand. Now it's it's 11 grand. Um, but yeah, this is all telling me, look, X-Men, X-Men, Fantastic Four. Look at that, uh, the uh, Doctor Doom, a, a 1.0 for five oh, grand, bro. Point zero. First appearance of Doctor Doom, oh, five grand whoa. and a 1.0. Yeah, serious? You want to see what the highest known value is? $162,000 and a 9.4. Holy cow, the market has really oh. flipped itself. That's got to have been sold at auction. That stuff is still like undervalued. Just wait till Doom appears on screen. And I I think it's also an anticipation of uh, Disney Plus Day and D23, which is next weekend. That uh, allows me to self-promote. I will be going live with the Disney Plus Day stuff uh, for the Star Wars and the Marvel panels that they're going to be having. Um, I don't know how much they're going to stream, but I'm going to do it like I did uh, San Diego Comic-Con. So uh, any of you cats, feel free to join me if you want. And we'll talk about the... The announcements and uh, what's going to happen, man. Oh, and then speaking of uh, spending your money in the right place, um, <laughs> that uh, Edge of Spider Verse is thirty five hundred bucks. You could have gotten a, a, a first Daredevil number one for the same price. Yeah, this mm-hmm. I used to have this in a nine point eight signed by Greg Land. What? And I, I, I sold it for eight hundred. I bought it because <gasps> I I had it on my pull list, and then um, 
and then I sold it for eight hundred. Uh, I remember and, racking this when I was working in the comic book store in that day. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah. First appearance of Spider Gwen thirty two hundred. You know what? Nine point six. Look spend at your money on what you wanted to spend your money on. Thirteen grand for a nine point eight, man. Holy wow. cow! I should have kept on. Wow. You know what? But hey, man, you flip it, you sell it, and you buy something else. So if I'm you made your money off of it, got something out of it, then that's that's what exactly. As long as it's I, always going to go up. You know. Yeah. You're gonna have FOMO regardless. What so the look hell at is this, this? Oh, this, this is, is uh, uh, Captain Marvel Junior. But yeah. what, what year is this? Nineteen forty. Dude, this is nineteen forty-two from Fawcett Comics, Master Comics number twenty-seven. I don't even think this is his first appearance. I just think that people. A, bought- no, but is this a uh, World War Two era book then with him showing up? Yeah, nineteen forty-two. Yeah, yeah. Oh, with the victory. V for victory. Um, well, look at the the cover. It's Captain Marvel Junior fights for victory, something against the Nazis. Against Captain Nazi oh, and the Blackout Terror. Let me look at the next cover. You see how uh, he's swinging on the Liberty Bell, fighting. You know, oh, he's whooping, he's whooping him with, with a belt. belt. Oh, man. Oh, back that's Sorry, Dad. dope. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. I just want to see Megan Good in, in the uh, in the Shinu, uh, Shazam sequel. Megan Good is my, my, my free pass if I ever had a chance. All right. To hold on, on. This Fantastic Four first appearance of Black Panther. I, I agree with people in the chat that is an undervalued book yeah before we Even go there let's now. look at man of wars look at the man of mars here. excuse me oh, look at wow yeah look at those colors all right She-Hulk. i gotta find out who did the art on this i have a feeling this is a That's famous awesome. artist but i it doesn't say here so i'm pretty sure our live chat one of the best ever probably That's the, the best thing, ever these, uh, old artists like that they, they they didn't get any credit back in like the 40s yeah. and 50s like that. so this you is know. uh john hunter of the marsman but this is for 1953 look at how well this is drawn for 1953 this is really well done if you think about some of the corny stuff mm-hmm. that you know dc and marvel were doing you yeah, know, in a silver age. I meant for 1953. That is some really good art. Um, oh yeah, because these guys were all back then. They were all like commercial artists. You know, they all wanted exactly. to do like ads and things of the sorts like that. But they, you know, they just did this on the side for more money, or they just couldn't do it at the time. That kind of thing. Yeah. But Fantastic Four that number 52, first appearance of the Black <laughs> Panther. Six dollars of raw. Your man. What? Gotta be, no, it's got to be a reprint. Or is that something, the reprint but- one? Yeah, it's got to be a reprint uh, because the actual sales data is or just some uh, weird outlier. A CGC 6.0 so for $1300 seems that's very cheap. undervalued yeah, to me. Cheap, yeah, dude. very undervalued. Oh, let me look at this one. This is dope. What's up with this? Look at the Captain America. Oh, it's a Mark Jewelers. I love that they mark that. Is this a Frank Miller cover? Can uh, Tivo, can you explain mm. to the crowd? We've got, you know, 114 with us, some of the best out there, but there may be a few in the chat that don't understand or have never recognized the term mark jewelers Could yeah mark jewelers is, is simply a it is the name of the jewelry store that had an insert that went inside there and they were only sold i do i believe at at military bases and in the px is at the military or off-site near military bases yeah and the exactly. distinguishing yeah. factor between the two was whether there was a star stamp attached to the cover and that designated whether it was actually sold on the base or off the base. But yeah. in the center of the book is a jewelry insert. Exactly. And they, it's the Mark Jewelers insert. So there's some rarity to it. And there's some different colors for the Mark Jeweler insert, too. Because I have a Doctor Strange uh, number four that has a Mark Jewelers insert. And they, they went through different colors. So basically, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the thing was a GI can buy his girlfriend a diamond ring or whatnot. You're using going to the Mark Jewelers, you know, using that. So there's a or, way, or to actually- you know, with a ring for his for his military, you know, for the, the Navy rings or, you know, yeah, exactly. Army rings. And-, and there's a way to look at the top of the book to tell if it's a Mark. There's a Mark Jewelers insert. So there is a whole side collecting thing of people who just look for Mark Jewelers inserts, uh, you know, and, you know, it's gotten bigger and bigger since then. But, you know, I've known people who have been look for Mark Jewelers inserts for at least you know, 20 years now. And they ran forever. They ran until like the early nineties too. I mean, hell this was from 1980, but they also have it from the bronze age too. So they're a good run there. I mean, now if you think about it, what the thing is, what the, uh, what's that game? Fortnite. If that's the thing now where, you know, people buy it just for the Fortnite code and you actually have to break open the bag and see that, you know, this is kind of similar, but you know, you won't ever see that. But, um, there's a first appearance of Black Cat. Oh, my first appearance of uh, Phoenix. Digging that. Let's look at Moon Girl because we like to look at the weird shit. That is weird. Moon Girl. Moon Girl number six from EC Comics, 1949. Oh, I done got logged out. You done logged yourself out. Look at you. Oh, I see my password here. I don't even know no, my password. It didn't show it. It didn't show it. It didn't show it. All right. It's all start out. My password, password is password one, two, three. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I work in IT. My password's password. Dude, uh, let me side. Let me side. So one time I was working, I, I would work IT for over 30 years. So I remember this. Uh, I remoted into, and she goes, uh, I can't log in my email. I go, What's your password? She goes, J. I go, What? <laughs> she says, J. I said, You're kidding me. She goes, No. Because this is before we, you know, password enforcement, security was enforced, you know, because nowadays it's like you have to make it at least, you know, 10 five digits of character and number. You have to have a second authorization code to your phone. Exactly. Uh, Fucking pick out the goddamn lamppost in this goddamn. (laughs) This corner one really a lamppost? Do I click on this one? I don't get it. I know exactly. I hate those capture things, man. But uh, anyway. Uh yeah, yeah, that was I don't my, know what uh, those these letters are, but it's just weird yeah. it's all combined together. Star Wars Clone Wars, this book continues to get hot. Uh Wolverine. I got that. I, that. I got a nine ah, eight that's that. like a, yes, this is a nine the, eight in that. Congrats. This is Marvel Super Special number sixteen. This is the Empire Strikes Back. Look at that. Another this first appearance. Com- no, that's not a yeah, that's not a comic book though. No, it's a magazine. Yeah, but it's it, a magazine. It's first, it predates Star Wars 42 by four months. But that's, um, what's it doing in there? No, I'm joking. <laughs> 749 for a 9.6. Highest known value, four grand uh in a 9.8. But yeah, that's uh you hardcore people. Hey, what the fuck? Moon girl again? What what's that? going on with Moon Girl? Moon girl we better the get print. read the tea leaves. <laughs> Moon Girl and the Prince, number one from EC Comics, $711 and a 3.0 sky. Somebody knows something. Somebody, 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 knows uh, somebody something. quick in our live chat. Google it. Is there uh Google are it. they uh, developing it's, Moon Girl? Yeah, it's been odd. Maybe somebody got confused for this Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. You're right. <laughs> Some drunk fools buying on eBay. I you said Moon Girl, not that yeah. Moon Girl, you idiot. Oh. Hey, we can't have a shaker show without looking at some uh, pre-code horror. Look at oh, look that. at this guy. Dude. This is awesome. Yo, he's trying to stab some fucking kids. Yo, straight up. That <laughs> yeah. kid in the red is sorry. like, I don't have to be. I don't have to be the fastest one. I just have to just outrun you. Yeah, he's got to run. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Pork <laughs> racing the other kid. I mean, you know, this featuring the Crypt Keeper, the Old Witch, and the Vault Keeper. Oh man, dude. I really. This is Jack Davis cover too. That's why it's so awesome. I should have got 
EC comics when I really was like, I'm going to collect horror. And then I, I didn't. Now it's like all the rage. Yeah. I, I got to that point when too, where I was like, you know, I really want to get like these old crime pre-code stuff, but they're, they're getting unobtainable yeah. these days. Forget about it. I, I think I still have this Forget too, by the way. This is the first uh, Moon Knight solo uh, series. Solo series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Solo yeah. story. And the solo, even though it's uh, Marvel Spotlight, I'm telling you, if you want to collect Marvel something. Marvel Spotlight. Marvel. I sold mine. A lot of people have movie came out. A lot of people have collecting goals. I would tell you one of the cool things that, I, like I did, was I wanted to collect like Marvel feature or Marvel Spotlight or Marvel yep. Preview the entire Marvel. run because you know, so a lot of them there's some really key issues and a lot of them are just like you know, 3D man, triathlon man, or marathon man. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, That's I cool because I like those Marvel team up books too. Like those Marvel team ups where it's like the thing teams up with whatever random yeah. character. Marvel yeah. two and one. Yeah, but mm-hmm. but if you went and you Here, just me, did Spotlight. And premiere, yeah. Let me show you spotlight premiere. Yeah, you're you're running into first appearances like Deathlock and Captain Marvel. I just sold a four and I got a three for sale. Just throwing that out there. Look (laughs) at this, man. Look at this. So you got the first appearance of Red Wolf, first appearance of uh, Wolf by Night, first appearance of Ghost Rider, first appearance of the Darkhold. Yep. And four. Um, you know, Son of Satan. Some of those little uh, Ghost Riders have like first Satan. small appearances too. Yeah. Son of Satan had a nice little run on here, man. Look hey, at that. Man. For a while. It turned into Son of Satan at that point, it looked like. Yeah. Uh, first person. Look at Simbad. Simbad. <laughs> the Warriors 3. Holy cow. They died unceremoniously. Oh, and there's Spider Woman. There's another key. Yeah. First go. appearance of Spider Woman with that, that weird really uh, awesome. head thing. So this that, is one of my favorite. This is one of my favorite characters, Devil Slayer, who was part of the Defenders. Uh, he is one of those seedless characters that I absolutely loved when I was a kid when I was reading Defenders. But uh, go look him up, man. Devil Slayer was was he was like that's why I love reading Bronze Age Defenders. They always had like a motley team of like just people just thrown together, just like all right, let's go find out some uh, evil sorcery shit. Let's go figure it out. Oh. Brother there's Voodoo the other one on. um yeah there's a nice little strange tales was a nice run that had some keys oh but uh um, i thought you were gonna look up a marvel premiere that's another nice run yeah i don't think we have time for that because uh two minutes in we don't want to run too late right here's this spawn book that's super oh punks nick submariner here's ghost rider i remember that submariner book was a joke book and nobody wanted it yeah, that's submariner well, number one. Everybody's those days have passed, my friend. Those days have passed for sure. We have always have to look at some goofy golden age covers. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the uh, hell is that dog? What is that? That's Batman's dog, Bathound. Bat- no, Batman had a dog. He has a dog. Yeah, Batman has a dog. He's not as famous as you He's know. He's gonna Superman's have a cat, dog, but he has- yeah, he has a dog. I didn't know he uh, had a pet. I didn't know he had a yeah. pet. Look, a picture of Bruce Wayne and Dick Grayson. Ace has discovered our secret identity. Yeah, he's good at getting to be. He's getting to be a good detective too. Oh my god, oh that god. is awesome, man. That is so awesome. Of course, he's gonna be able to tell you. Dog can smell you, man. You can't throw off the scent of a dog, man. Look Come at on that, now. That Street Fighter Dark Siders book, five hundred bucks. Yeah, six. Archerm, right? Yeah, been seeing Darth Stalkers pop up on this these lists quite a bit recently. Um, I wonder is Dark Stalkers coming back or is there uh, some? I think it's one of those like fighting game people getting into the comics kind of thing, like video games crossing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We saw that and stuff. Definitely, we definitely during the pandemic and then up to now, we've seen a lot of people from the video game world come over to the comic book world, and actually Fortnite is a perfect example of that. I mean, people were buying those Fortnite books 
for DC just for the code so they can get the skins. Oh, there's a lineup of just you know soccer moms at comic book stores trying to get that that book for their kids and out. <laughs> and they're like, uh, do you have this? And like, yeah. Uh, yeah, they just yeah. show you their their phone because they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. He go, My mm-hmm. son told me to get this. Can he tell me what it is? And you're like, geez. Uh SpongeBob SquarePants, cult following. That number one's a big book, dude. That's couple hundred bucks easily porous premise issue for 9.84 50 don't sleep on spongebob 810 is the highest known value sold back in february and i want to look at one more here which is dope uh star wars jedi versus sith look at that cover first appearance of darth bane not canon but Whoa. we do know that Could be. not canon really doesn't mean anything anymore yeah, because Filoni is bringing in characters that were considered non-canon when disney bought uh, Lucasfilm and you know Ahsoka Tano and a lot of I mean all those characters that he did in Clone Wars and Rebels and you know he's you know so I, I think this is uh, I've never seen Star Wars comics worth more than they are now to be yeah. honest with you I mean, and back in the day the only thing really worth was Star Wars number one from you know 1977 maybe the second appearance which is you know, yeah even then it wasn't that expensive. No, not even back then, recently, nobody cared it was like yeah, one recently, and just, Bubba Fett yeah, Boba Fett, and then like the last. But recently, it's like you know people have been like reading everything and everything, and the Star Wars world is getting bigger. So, like I said, D twenty three is right around the corner. So I would expect some more information. Oh, I think that's Andor next Thursday, isn't it? To, yeah, next, next well, Thursday. it's going to be Disney Plus Day, and then leads into the D twenty three, which okay. is that that whole weekend. Um, I'm not going, but I'm going to be here mm-hmm. online. You mean that you fantastic guys. forecasting? I'm waiting. Come on, come on, come on. Yeah, I already know. We already know it's not uh, John Krasinski because oh, even the the directors really? of yeah, well, the directors of they were just like this is total fan service, you know, because you know Krasinski's a famous, you know. Plus, he got I don't even know what she did to him, but he got fucked up. <laughs> I don't know what the stress he stretched him out or something. I don't know what even what the term is. Oh, there you go. Doc Stock has an animated series coming. I oh, won't be surprised because Netflix has a huge, huge, uh, like, you know, uh, anime division now, it seems like, and, you know, um, so, and like I said, if you think uh, Doc Stalkers has too much boobage in it, go see Bastard with exclamation marks on, on Netflix. They go full on boobies, but it's weird to show the boobies with no nipples. I don't understand that. But anyway, <laughs> I don't, that's it. Carried away here with our mm-hmm. boobies and nipples and whatnot. Um, so, uh, yeah. We lost all you guys already. So, Gabe, any last words? Um, I like nipples. All yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Great last words. JB, any last words? Uh, me too. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. Thank, thank, thanks for showing up tonight. And if you didn't know, you know, I'm coming to that that platform, you know, that selling platform that everybody's on that we're not going to say. But if you, you want to see what I'm bringing, you got better check me out on that platform. It's going to be good. Well, the, the Lords have spoken, and I erected a poll spoken. on the Lords community page, and over, I think, uh, there was like a 200 people voted on it, and they said, 90% of them said they'd rather have uh, the old Lords of Longbox YouTube auction than me going on whatnot. Ooh, when are we doing that? Uh, we're going to plan something pretty soon here. Probably uh, give us a few weeks, though. Uh, actually, you know what? Let me check right now from when I last erected my poll. Um, did you erect the poll again? It was on my community page. So uh, 197 people voted. I said, I've finally been approved to be a whatnot seller. Here's the question. Would you rather buy from us on whatnot or on the old school YouTube auction we used to do on a quarterly basis? 
197 votes and 87% of you said YouTube auction. Ooh. 13% of That's you said whatnot. Yeah. So Yeah, no, no, no. Hey, we like to keep it old school. So speaking of which, I will see you guys Thursday, Tuesday, actually, for the cover price top 10. I am going to enjoy She-Hulk. And I'm going to enjoy CGI twerking with uh, Megan Thee Stallion. <laughs> and I'm going to watch Lord of the Rings. So I am full on. Oof, I can't wait for tonight. Yep. Yeah, that uh, uh, Wrexham series too, where um, Ryan Reynolds bought that soccer team. Oh yeah, That's I thought fun. it was a scripted show, but it's like a real documentary. It's mm-hmm. like you know, after Ted Lasso, I'm like, I'm down. Whatever, anything with Americans and soccer, <laughs> I'm down, man. Ted Lasso is one of my favorite series. Uh, oh, Ted Lasso is incredible. That's that's the reason to get Disney Plus or uh, Apple Plus is for that. And the dude that uh, eventually plays Hercules, perfect. Oh god, perfect. yeah perfect casting he is the one with the bad breath episode is the best oh my god dude i was <laughs> crying my girlfriend came downstairs to make sure i was okay she goes what do you do i go oh my god you have to see this scene just look at the episode i forgot what season it is it's, it's the christmas it's the second episode. season it's the second yeah season, it's the christmas yeah. episode and uh and his niece has really bad breath <laughs> did he i don't want to give it away just go watch it all right boys and girls we'll see you tuesday for the cover price top 10 have a great weekend stay cool and stay hydrated until again you're digging into them long boxes peace out